Welcome to the history of the band Six Shooter, as remembered by Dave Jackson. Welcome to the history of the band Six Shooter. I'm Dave Jackson. We're starting off at January 23rd, setting up the Red Dog. Before loading up the equipment, John and Kevin discover that the power cord going to the monitor amp is almost completely shot. They fired up the soldering iron one more time and they repair it. At this point, there's almost no part of the sound system that has not been touched up this week. John and Dave get their first view of Kevin's handiwork as Kevin sizes up his new lighting tree that is sitting on a microphone stand. All agree, we are the sh**. We drive down to Bolivar, Ohio to the Red Dog Saloon. This bar has three rooms. One has the bar, one has pool tables, and one has the band. Unfortunately, the band room has been closed off and there is no heat going to the room. It's approximately 30 degrees in this room. The band quickly fires up the lighting tree to generate some heat. Kevin thinks he can see his breath. The band sets up in record time and powers up. All fingers are crossed as we wait to see if all that touch-up work is actually going to work. As John turns up the power on the amplifiers, a very loud comes across the room. After about 15 minutes of troubleshooting, the band discovers that the outlets in this bar suck. You suck! The band routes the power to another outlet, and all is fine. Chucky tweaks some knobs with the help of John, and we sound great. The room is kind of strange, as it's it's a rectangle, but the band plays at an angle. The band tries to pull off a sound check. This is very hard, as everyone is, well, freezing to death. Dave is afraid that if he accidentally puts his lip on the microphone, it's going to stick. Dave is excited as the monitors are working great, and John ventures out to take a listen. He is sporting a major Woody. This is the place that John has been waiting to play. And now we're here, our sound is working, and we've got enough power to blow this place away. Again, the boys are working into the midnight hours, and this causes Dave to oversleep the following day and get to work an hour late. January 24th. Friday night at the Red Dog. Of course, Ohio experiences snow, sleet, and freezing rain during the day, and consequently, the bar is very empty. Six Shooter plays to four, not three, not five, four people, not counting, of course, friends and wives. And, well, those four people seem to like us. We sound good. Our stage volume is a little loud, and Dave can't really hear himself. Dave also discovers that he hurt his wrist last night carrying things up the steps. He should be fine. Kevin's nephew comes out of the gate hard and built a pyramid of shot glasses, previously, of course, filled with whiskey. This provides some comic relief as the band openly talks with the crowd. The, of course, the crowd, again, of, of four people. The in-between song banner is, again, loose and free. After all, nobody's here. Who cares? The band lets Steve the harmonica player on stage for a quick jam session. It was okay, but not overly impressive. All of our friends are partying hard and having a good time. There's Jeff, Mike, Sean, John, and the new tech, Jeff Fritchley, have come out to support the Graphic Enterprises buddies. Note, John put in his notice this week. 
Due to the make of the bar, Dave is standing on the part of the stage that is also under the lowest part of the ceiling, and smoke congregates all around his head. His vocals are taking a beating, and he's still trying to recover from a free Coke that tasted like a mixture of dirt and rust. During a stroll off the stage, Dave is asked, Are you really playing or is that a tape? By some drunken wench in the pool room. The band finds inspiration as Kevin whispers that one of the Red Dog regular bands is checking us out. Tammy, the bar owner, has told Kevin to show them up. As soon as Dave hears this, he takes it up a notch on the guitar. Kevin's singing goes to a new level. and Well, it's just time to show off. Dave smiles as he's having a pretty good night on the guitar. The band stretches set four out a bit as they field some requests from the floor. One such request from a very, well, shall we say, happy Jeff is to play Let's Get Drunk and Screw by Jimmy Buffett. The band, again, who's going to hear this, launches into the song. After a quick 10 seconds to dust off some cobwebs, they haven't played this song in months. We pull it off nicely. Everything is really sounding good. No complaints from the crowd. The crowd has increased as the band watches a couple bump and grind through numerous songs. And Dave thinks to himself, get a room. The night ends, as we all hope we can sound this good when there are, I don't know, actually people in the bar. Hopefully tomorrow will be better. John is kind of disappointed, as is the band, of the, the low turnout. But John remembers when the bar was so packed, it would take you a half hour just to get to the bar. And Dave talks to Tammy on his way out. She said she had a good Friday night, and we're like, with four people? Really? Oh, well. Again, the boys get to bed in the wee hours of the morning. Tomorrow is Saturday, and we could all sleep in. Saturday, January 25th, back at the Red Dog. Well, there's more people in the bar, and it's a good thing is there's a general lack of heat. Kim, Heather, and Anthony show up from Graphic Enterprises along with Jeff. Kevin's mom takes her front row seat. The bar actually has some people, but still far from packed. It snowed more today, and the roads are now they're getting all slick. Gremlins show up and possess the snake and board. It's time to retire this mess of cords and all the duct tape. I mean, Chucky does his best, and from time to time, a speaker cuts out. I mean, oh well, what you gonna do? The band gets to watch Johnny Disco strut his gold chains on the dance floor as he twirls and grinds. Except for an interesting rendition of Ain't Going Down Till the Sun Comes Up, which included the second verse twice, everything goes pretty smooth. Dave has brought a boombox to tape tonight's performance. He takes a listen in between sets and determines that it sounds like a tape that has been made on a boombox in the back of the bar. It gives a general idea of how we sound, but other than that, yeah, it's not very good. Unfortunately, many of the patrons leave after the second set. They had complained about this whole lack of heat thing that seems to be a general consensus going on. And the band takes a vote and decides that the Red Dog has the most hideous bathrooms on the planet. Nothing beats the pungent smell of urine. (coughs) As we get ready for the last set, a wench strolls in and then grills Dave about the set list. He talks to her for a while and figures out that, well, she's pretty faced. Way to go, Sherlock. She apparently likes the band Sierra and wants to know if they are playing tonight. No, we're six shooter, not Sierra. Anyway, oddly enough, 
the wench dances to everything we play. The band winds up the night with fast as you as usual. Dave doing his go to the back and plays guitar behind it, you know, bar thing with the, in this case, it's Mary, the barmaid. He comes back in, the band brings the volume down and Dave and John are on the dance floor with miss play some Brooks and Dunn behind him. Dave asks, are you ready to blow the roof off this place? To which she replies, sure. Inspired to rock the bitch's face off. Wow. Such language. Dave pulls out all the stops and the band concludes the night with a thunderous roar. We're becoming a well-oiled machine on stage. The band tries to book another gig beyond the date next month, but is put off by Tammy who says she didn't bring her book. They stroll out of the bar with their $600 for the weekend. As the band tears down, Tammy puts back up the flap from Thursday and the room becomes an icebox again. Dave takes a second and reflects on just how far the band has come in the past year and realizes with Seth coming on, it's going to be a little different. A new phase is on the horizon, and it turns out Seth can play the harmonica. Dave is waiting for Seth to pull a fiddle out of his butt and crank out The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Sure, things are going to be different, and yeah, that's a little scary. However, it has so much potential to be great. In the next episode, you'll hear about Seth's first practice. Subscribe at our website, historyofsixshooter.com. <laughs>